0: and the more that I took out, um, cut things from my life and people from my life that were energetically draining me, the more I was able to actually feel my connection to spirit and feel my connection to the universe expand.
1: Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I am your host, Rosie Acosta, yoga teacher and teacher trainer, mindfulness coach, speaker, and creative writer. I'm also the founder of RadicallyLove.com, a website where you can go for more information about yoga, mindfulness, meditation, and lifestyle advice. On this podcast, we talk to people within our health and wellness community that are creating content through the ritualistic practice of yoga, meditation, or overall mindful living. We hope to create value in your life so that you can achieve your highest potential and live a radically loved life. To stay in touch with us, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at Rosie Acosta, and on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie. You can sign up for our newsletter on radicallyloved.com to stay up to date on future workshops, retreats, and latest podcasts. I hope that Radically Loved Radio leaves you feeling inspired to create something powerful. My teacher, Yoga Rupa Rod says, if you powerfully believe in the value you have to offer the world, your love and passion for it will be an unstoppable force. Thanks for listening hey guys most of you know that i have returned back to a plant-based diet so my beverage consumption has increased quite quite a bit don't judge i know there's some of you out there that really enjoy beverages so one of my favorite things to drink lately which i'm consuming a lot of is four sigmatics new golden latte mushroom mix it has shiitake and turmeric in it it's totally organic caffeine-free, vegan, and only one gram of palm sugar per serving. I love being able to travel with these little packets because they're really easy to make. All you need is some hot water. Some of the additional ingredients in the golden latte are adaptogenic Tulsi, warming ginger, and a pinch of black pepper to support turmeric skin-loving properties. So not only do your insides feel amazing, but your skin looks great. Go to Four Sigmatic now and enter promo code Radically Loved. that's R-A-D-I-C-A-L-L-Y-L-O-V-E-D to get 15% off of your entire purchase. Be sure to check out all the other products that they have there as well. Ashley Wood, hello. Hi there. Hi, welcome. <laughs> uh, as usual, I'm just really excited to talk to amazing people, you being one of them. Uh, So thank you for being on the show. I can't wait. uh, Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored and excited. I can't wait for you to tell uh, our audience what what you do um, because this conversation is going to be so awesome. (laughs) So for the people (laughs) listening, um, please uh, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and what you do.
0: Sure. So my name is Ashley. As we covered, Um, I am an Akashic Records reader. So. I take appointments um, five days a week, four days a week sometimes, and I read people's Akashic records. And along with that, I'm also a mother. I have a daughter. I'm a wife. I go outside all the time. But I mean, I just, I live a life that I really, really love. And I'm really grateful for this opportunity to chat with you and to share the Akashic records. I've learned in my own records that it is my divine purpose to spread the message of the records and to share them and to raise awareness about them. So I'm just honored to share everything about the records with you today.
1: Well, I am so excited because this is something that I, I mean, I remember reading about um, the Akashic Kashik. I'm gonna to totally mess that up. Just the whole podcast. Just, so you know. <laughs> just say it
0: however it flows off your tongue. Okay. I'd say that's
1: the best way to say it. Okay, great. I remember reading about them when I was in high school. Like we would, uh, my friends and I would ditch. Uh, you know, I grew up in LA, uh, and so we would ditch school. I don't recommend mm-hmm. ditching, especially teenagers. <laughs> if you're listening, you better go to school. It's like so good for you. Um, but you know, we we were being bad children so we would take the the metro to uh the bodhi tree on melrose and we which is like this new age books it's not there anymore um but it was this really cool boutique new age bookstore where they had you know all these yoga books and all these like books about you know paranormal stuff and different religions and malas and crystals and candles and Paulo Santo and Sage and I remember that was sort of my first introduction to uh reading about it and and I remember it, it was something about um something like related in terms of like past lives and uh sort of like an imprint or uh some sort of link of of tapestry of energy that you come into this world and hopefully you can you can enlighten us on what the the Akashic records really are and, and how they relate to our lives in, in this particular present moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're miles ahead of me when you were a teenager because <laughs> I hadn't heard of any of this stuff. And I grew up in such a conservative Christian community that a store like that wouldn't have even been allowed to be opened. So <laughs> So that's really amazing. Um, The Akashic Records are a complete vibrational history of every emotion, thought, and experience, as well as future possibilities of every soul that has ever existed since the beginning of time. So it is kind of like a tapestry, I suppose, but I like to explain it to clients as when we're doing a reading, you can think about it as a Google search for your soul because you can literally search anything in the records that your soul has experienced from the time it was created in this present moment and future possibilities. Every thought, every emotion, every vibration is like a little a little addition into your Akashic record. And for everyone listening, an Akashic record isn't actually a book, they exist in a non-physical plane. Um, and they are accessed by what I use the pathway prayer, which is a prayer that a woman named Dr. Linda Howe received in her own Akashic records. And it's a very heart centered prayer that allows us to open up our records and to learn about our soul's history, learn about our past lives, learn about any traumas that we may have experienced learn about any lessons that we have come here to learn, um, Very often we'll be experiencing blocks in our current life, Mm -hmm. like potentially a block for love. Like maybe you're not fully able to receive love or give love or a block for creative energy or a block for a financial block, some kind of block, a block for happiness, we all have them. And very often, these blocks are a result of traumas that have happened in past lives. So the Akashic Records are amazing as a healing tool um, for past life traumas, but they're also really, really important to help us figure out what our divine purpose is, what the lessons we've come into into this human existence to learn, and what our soul is truly meant to do, which is to love and be loved. But what is our soul meant to do in this human experience? And that's what they can tell us about. And they're they're amazing. They're available to absolutely everybody. Um, they are governed by the lords. They're called the lords of the records. And the lords of the records are light beings, highly ascended light beings um, who have never been human, and they decide who can open the records and who can't. So although they're accessible to everyone, some of us may not be able to open them at this time, and that's work that you could do within yourself. But then there are also people like myself who, this is my gift. My gift has been in this lifetime. And in previous ones I've learned as well. But my gift is to very easily and naturally open the records and guide people through their records and use them as a healing tool.
1: Wow. I mean, like that, I mean, okay. So you grew up in a place where anybody who would hear what you just said, be like, that sounds a little woo woo, right? Like that sounds a bit, not even a little bit. It's like, whoa, that's like, you just like went off the... (laughs) what have you been drinking yeah so so talk to the so for for people and look I am so I've had so many people on on the show and I get to talk to really incredible incredible people in in my line of work and so the people listening to this podcast would be definitely more open to hearing what you're saying but you know there's also a large majority that are like Okay, really, what what's happening here, right? <laughs> what? Yeah, up. exactly. So, so tell me a little bit about how you've been able to manage that, and how do you go from growing up in a place that's extremely conservative to reading a Akashic records?
0: Yeah, there, there. I guess there's a little bit in between that yeah. we should cover. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: um, okay. I although I grew up in this community, I did grow up different than most people in the community in that my grandma was a tarot reader, a palm reader. Mm -hmm. She read tea leaves. She was clairvoyant, clairaudient. She had it all. Like she was a very gifted woman, but she was also very involved in the church. Um, like very involved in the church. And she's the first person in my life who was my spiritual teacher. And she taught me very simply from a very young age, like my daughter's a year and a half and I was already like playing with tarot cards and crystals with my grandma when I was like a year and a half, two years old. So to me, it was never woo. woo; It was just totally normal and a part of life. Mm. And she taught me from a very young age that you can have any kind of relationship with God, with source, with the universe that you want. If you want to be channeling and accessing information through tarot, through crystals, through however it feels natural to you, through prayer, it doesn't matter. Through meditation, your relationship with God, with the universe is up to you. So she would do these things when she wasn't at church, but then she went to church as well and was incredibly involved. And So there wasn't that dividing line for me ever. I never had that conflict of like, well, if I want to be a part of this, can I be a part of that? And to me, it all was just open. And so I also grew up... knowing I had these gifts from the start, like as a child, I was able to talk to deceased loved ones. I was able to receive messages. I've always had communicative dreams. It's just been a part of me. Mm -hmm. Um, for many years, I didn't listen to it because it scared me. Um, I remember having sleeping problems as a kid because my dreams were so graphic. I was just I wasn't able to settle properly and I was scared of it, but my grandma would always tell me, it's okay. You're, you're simply talking to someone who loves you. It's okay. My parents didn't have these gifts. So it was always, my grandma was my connection. Um, but through high school, I would talk about it with my friends a little bit, but not really. Like I just really talked about it with my grandma. A couple of my best friends would come and have, card readings or palm readings with my grandma and it was like just something fun to do. Um, And then after my grandma passed, she would visit me all the time. And I haven't actually heard from her in a really long time, but it didn't even feel like she had died. Like I saw her so often in my dreams. I felt her and I just knew she was always there. But my gifts and my abilities in how to connect to the other side didn't actually really open up until i had my daughter when i got pregnant things really 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 intensified for me and um that's when i was able to really receive messages and to just tune into this other side and then i started a podcast like i'm missing out a lot of details here but i started a podcast to talk about all of this woo woo stuff that i believe is just normal but um and a woman who I was going to have on my show introduced me to the records and I said to her, like, I feel like I can read myself all the time, but I can't read other people. And I would love to, because this has been this profound gift in my life that I use to guide myself. So I would love to share it with others. And she said, Well you need the records. And I said, What are the records? What are you talking about? She's like, You need the records. So she gave me this book and I read it, and I opened my records, and that was it. Like, I only learned about the Akashic records in um, in February of this year, but since working with them, it feels like I've come home because I've since learned that I've been an Akashic record reader for many, many, many lifetimes that I've done this. This is my soul's purpose, is to read the records. And so, and to translate them for other people and to help people along with them. And although it does sound like something really crazy and really woo woo and really out there, if you think about it this way, we're all energy, whether you like, no matter what you believe, you know that you're energy, because you can feel your, your heart beating, you can feel your soul like that is energy. So we're energy inside of these bodies and our bodies are just a shell and we can move through different shells forever. We can go from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime, but our energy is what exists within us and so our energy has a history and that's the akashic records like it's the history of our energy that we can that we can access
1: and so how does this how does having access to this energy help us uh in in our like waking life like where we are now
0: yeah for sure so having access to it, like I said, we can use it to clear out blocks. So for instance, I'll share an example, a story that I've had permission from my client um, to share it because I loved this story. But um, she came into a reading and asked me for her soul's divine purpose and her masters, teachers and loved ones, which is who I channel the information from. We can talk about that in a second, who they are. Mm -hmm. But they were being very, very vague, and they weren't really giving me a lot. Like her divine purpose, they weren't really saying that much um and then she was asking well i'm not very happy how can i have financial abundance how can i do this how can i do that and they were just giving very vague answers they were talking mainly about like the forest and that she's walking down this long path to get to the forest and the mountains and i said i just see this path with the forest and the mountains like your soul is supposed to be in the forest near the mountains does this make any sense to you and she said yes actually it does i always go to Western Canada, like I live in Canada, and she's Canadian. And she's like, I always go to Western Canada. I love it. there so much. That's where I love to go to, except whenever I go there, I just can't stop crying. I cry all the time. And I don't know why I'm crying all the time. And I said, Okay, that's what we need to explore. Why do you cry all the time? So that was her block, there was some kind of sadness around Western Canada. So we explored that. And we learned that she was actually an indigenous little girl living in Western Canada in one of her past lives. And she was killed by a wolf um, and like this wolf attack. And while she was dying, she saw her mother and she saw how her mother was weeping and how her community was so sad. And she felt really guilty for passing away as such a young child. And it was this trauma that she had carried through into the present life. So the masters, teachers and loved ones provided us with a healing ritual that she could do and she just so happened to be traveling to Western Canada the following week. So she per, she performed this healing ritual, which involved um, presenting flowers to this little girl's um, memory and setting her free. And she said after she did that, the like clouds parted ways. There were, The sun was shining. She felt so happy. She didn't cry anymore. She doesn't have nightmares anymore. So the Akashic records are a very amazing place where we can find healing in our waking life. We can find just ways to uncover traumas, ways to heal any kind of blocks that we have, and also ways to live our happiest life, find what we're here to do, find what our talents are. Maybe we have all kinds of things that we want to do, but nothing really makes us happy. The masters, teachers and loved ones might tell us you're meant to write. What do you want to write about? And these kinds of conversations can help lead us into our purpose and our happiness so that we can live the happiest life that we possibly can.
1: I And so how does this differ from, like, um, an intuitive or, like, a psychic reading?
0: That's a really, really great question because a psychic reading, in my personal experience, has involved channeling from other loved ones as well, like, other spirits as well as your spirit guides. I one time saw a map of how energy is divided Mm -hmm. and us at a human level imagine us as the first layer and then the second layer above that is spirit guides and then the second layer above that is the akashic records and then the third layer above that or the fourth layer is akasha so our soul comes from akasha And when we're doing an Akashic Record reading, we're actually vibrating higher um, to a higher dimension than you do when you're in a psychic reading. We're only looking at your soul, we're not looking at anybody else. So when I do Akashic Records readings, I can't talk about anybody else. A client might sit down and be like, why does my husband do this? And I'll say, we can't talk about your husband. Let's talk about you. Mm -hmm. How do you feel around what your husband is doing? We can only look at the individual soul. We can't look at other souls. Whereas in psychic readings, we can tap into different energies, but an Akashic reading is just your soul, And it's at a higher vibration than a psychic reading. So we're going even higher and looking at your soul from the moment it was crystallized from the moment it was created in Akasha and specifically focusing in on you, your history, your present, and only looking at you. Does that make sense? Like how it differs?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yes, it does. Um, And I'm always like kind of curious as far as like people being able to tap into you know more subtle energies and and its accuracy. Look, I come into it from you know similar place like you do. I mean, I grew up with you know my grandma having um, prayer circles, and you know she was very in tune. You know, our our neighbor was uh, the 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 neighborhood psychic. She would always come over to the house. You know, so this wasn't an anomaly for us to be around. You know, we were also raised very um, devout in, in our spiritual beliefs, you know, um, I would say I'm like, I'm a recovering Catholic, yeah. but there was, there was a little bit more, you know, to our, our spiritual development, I think, especially at a young age. And so I, it, I always, came into it from a a place of belief but also a little bit of disbelief until I had a couple of experiences on my own where I was like okay there's definitely something that I can't explain Um, but you know I our brains are also not as we don't use 100% of our brains so I, I can imagine that there are so many things in this life that we can't see because we've not learned to see them. You know, it's for me, like I I always go back to my own personal practices of uh, yoga and meditation and how you can really begin to change um, the fabric of your energy just by doing practices that allow you to tap into something a little bit more subtle. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it's just so fascinating when people are so in tune and are vibrating at, like you said, a higher level or a different capacity. Because it's like, what what sort of things can you, can you see and can you tap into? And especially when, you know, people are utilizing that sensitivity to help other people. You know, like psychics or shamans or um, people like yourself that are reading the Akashic records. Um, you know, in order to help people remove those energetic blocks that they don't, they might not know where they're coming from. And I think it's just like anything else. You have to take it with a grain of salt because obviously if, if you encounter people that you're like, okay, this person's really blocked and they're like, well, I don't believe in what you're saying, then it's going to be so not helpful. You know what I mean? It's like,
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I like, there are really strict rules around the Akashic records too. And the more that you, like, if you, Don't follow these rules, the Lords will not allow you to access them. So, if I want to become a better reader and if I want to be able to help more people and if I want my gifts to just my practice to get better and better and better, I have to follow these rules. And it's all about consent. So, if I were to come across someone who has like a lot of blocks, but they don't want to talk about this, I don't even really talk about it to people unless they bring it up to me. Like, of course, I talk about it online because it's my business and it's what I want to share with people but unless someone were to say to me I would like a reading I would never go up to someone and say you seem like you have a lot of blocks in your life let me read your records they'd be like what are you talking about woman so it's using discernment too and also like you have to find a practitioner a healer that you connect with because your energies have to align like there are a gazillion psychics and shamans although it seems like it's like there's a it's a a rare gift we all are able to tap into this and there's so many healers out there especially now the way that the wellness world is like there are so many people that you can go to but it is so important as you said to use your discernment and to find someone that you connect with and that your energy aligns with because that's how you're going to get the most out of the session if you feel energetically connected to somebody and it has to go both ways so Yes, absolutely. Like use it with a gra- take a grain of salt because there are a lot of people doing this kind of work out there. And if you don't feel aligned with someone or you don't feel connected with someone, use your power and walk away and mm-hmm. trust that someone will come your way if this is something you are asking the universe for, if you do want this kind of help, trust that someone will come your way and trust that someone will come into your path that you feel aligned with that you can work with.
1: And how like you know, for, for people who are looking for somebody to work with, how, how can they know that? I mean, it's, it's hard to, to say like, just, tune into your own energy. If somebody kind of weirds you out a little bit, then you just disconnect and you, you just don't work with them. But like, Oh yeah. Are there any like tall signs, especially in your realm? Like I'm sure you encounter a lot of people and I'm sure that for you, you, you get that from people too. Like, I don't know about this person or, you know, um, so how, how are people supposed to discern and then how do you discern who those people are?
0: Sure. Well, first, Discern by using your intuition. And I know that that might sound completely far-fetched because maybe you're not used to tuning into your intuition, but your intuition is that tiny little voice inside of you that's telling you, don't meet up with your friend for coffee tonight because you don't really want to. You want to Netflix and chill. Like. (laughs) That's your intuition talking to you. Maybe sometimes it seems like laziness or antisocial, but sometimes you really need to trust that intuition or turn down this street instead of that street. Like that's your intuition telling you something. And the more we tune into that little voice and the more we allow that voice to to carry us and to guide us, and the more that we practice that intuition is like a muscle and when you practice it and you work it out and you strengthen it it gets stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and we all have that if we have a soul inside a body with a beating heart we have an intuition so everyone listening has their an, an intuition that you can connect to and just trust that if you meet somebody and something inside of you is feeling off and you're just like no like this is not bringing me joy this is not making me feel happy this is feeling like it's forced this is feeling like more work than healing. And yes, healing is work. Anyone who has gone through any kind of self improvement or inner work or anything, it's work. And sometimes it's uncomfortable because that's how we grow. But there's a difference between being uncomfortable in facing your own realities and improving yourself than feeling that discomfort discomfort from another person Mm -hmm. so really trust how you feel around another person and you know inside if someone is making you feel supported and someone's making you feel heard and someone is making you feel safe and loved or if they're making you feel like you need to guard yourself or they're making you feel like you're not in an like you're not in a space to open up like you know that and Yeah. And as for myself, um, that's something that I'm definitely working on. And I feel like I've gotten a lot better at it. I've had a couple of Reiki sessions and a couple of psychic um, appointments myself where people have said to me, you need to put up boundaries, like you really need to put up boundaries. And I'm definitely getting better at it. But um, my one friend, Natalie, she's a psychic, Natalie Miles, and she told me one time about this one woman who was trying to hang out with me. She's like, she's an energetic vampire. But I was like, that's the most hilarious way to describe it. Cause that's how I felt. Like I felt like I had a headache every time I left from hanging out with her. Huh. And I think these are ways that are not only our body, but our energy is communicating to us. Like if we're feeling like we have a headache or we need to go to bed after hanging out with someone, like we feel like we need to take a nap because we're so tired and not in a good way, that's a really good sign that that person energetically might not be the best match for you. So I've been really tuning into how I feel after I spend time with people and how I feel when I connect with people, and really that initial reaction, like that initial thought and feeling, like what is this person bringing me within the first couple of seconds? Because that, for me personally, me personally, is how my intuition um, is able to communicate with me in the best way.
1: Yeah, I I want to speak a little bit more on that, Ashley, because I feel like for me, especially with with what I do, it's something that I talk to you know some of my students or even clients about energy vampires and how to know when somebody's doing that and i i think it's so fascinating because i i love that you even give a physiological response to the feeling of what it's like you know when you just hang out with somebody where you feel like you maybe didn't get any energetic fill you know when you hang Mm -hmm. out with somebody that you you are both feeding off of each other you leave feeling so good and energetic and enthusiastic and even inspired as opposed to being with somebody who you either see their name on your phone or you see that they're calling you or you see that they sent you a message and it's that in internal irking that happens, but mm-hmm. it's difficult because they've not actually done anything to you. It's just a feeling. So can you speak to that a little bit?
0: Sure. I, this is actually new for me because I have been told, okay, I did um, Reiki with Milana Snow. She lives in LA and I live in Canada, but we did, we, we did a trade after she was on my podcast and I read her records and she did Reiki for me. And she said to me, she's like, you're really, really nice. And this is something that is a really good thing because you're a really kind person, but it's also something that is weighing you down because you're too nice like you're too nice to people I was like what does that even mean And I thought about it for a bit and then I was like I know exactly what that means like I in the past and as I said I feel like I'm getting better at this but I did just that like I hung out with people who I often felt like I was being their free life coach and I would just sit and like talk to them about how to sort out their life or like what to do with their business or what to do with their life not saying I had all the answers but I just allowed the conversation to be one-sided or allowed I'm not even sure how it went but I would just energetically give 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 and then I would leave feeling depleted and empty and they would be all pumped up and ready to go because I had given them all All of my energy energy. And so now I've made a hard boundary over in my life. The people who I spend my time with and the conversations I have and the interactions I'm a part of, it has to be an energetic, um, reciprocal flow. So I do Akashic record readings. Energetically, they pay me. Money is energy. So they pay me, which is an energy I used to live and pay my mortgage and <laughs> buy groceries. And I energetically share this gift with them, this insight of their soul in my friendships. I have actually cut ties with some people recently, like not saying I'm not going to be your friend anymore, but just t- um, chosen to take some distance and focus my relationships and time on the people who energetically give to me as well. So yeah, when we're having conversations, as you said, uh, Rosie, it's two-sided. Like we're both contributing. It doesn't feel like I'm contributing by myself or they're just asking me a bunch of questions about them. Like the small and simple thing of asking, how are you today? What have you been doing? How's your daughter? How's this? How's that? Rather than just sitting down and starting to talk about themselves. Like really focusing on those relationships in your life of people who are equally invested in you as a person, you at your core, rather than what you can give to them, if that makes any sense at all. That's how I've been approaching this.
1: Yeah, no, I really, I like that. I also like the idea of being able to set boundaries and parameters around people that are, that do that, that are energetically draining you, you know, especially if you are anything like, you know, uh, or similar akin to somebody that likes to people, please, this Mm -hmm. can definitely be one of those issues that you may encounter, um, you know, and, in, in, in that realm, you know, when you're just kind of giving to, to other people and, and they maybe take more than you would like them to, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: And something I want to comment on that, um, we were talking about this a bit before we started to record and I don't really have a ton to say, but one thing that I have noticed within myself is the more I cut out these negative energy drains, let's just call them, of my life. Like the more that I've cut out friendships that are not serving me energetically, not filling me up, the more that I've cut out responsibilities that don't make me feel 100% full and filled up. And I'm not talking about work. I'm not talking about things that maybe you have to do. Although at this point, I will confidently say that after a ton of work, everything that I do in my life, I'm really happy with. Like work-wise, I'm really happy with it. Friendships, I'm really happy with it. But that took time and energy to get there. But what I'm getting at is the more that I trimmed the fat and the more that I took out um, cut things from my life and people from my life that were energetically draining me, the more I was able to actually feel my connection to spirit and feel my connection to the universe expand. And the more I was able to tap into, um, my guides and tap into the records and tap into these gifts that I have. And I believe that when we are, really serving ourselves and our purpose not in and i'm not even going to say selfish but serving ourselves in ways that we feel we are filled up energetically we are full of love and we're able to really shine and allow this love to radiate and allow ourselves to really step into our power and share our gifts the universe is going to respond to that and it's going to allow more and more and more to be access accessible to us and allow more and more and more for us to find like abundance will come to us. If we are serving ourselves, the universe will respond. And so, um, a lot of women have been writing to me, um, like hundreds a day from listening to my podcast saying that, They feel they're connected to source. They feel they're connected to their intuition, but they're not exactly sure how to tap into it. Mm -hmm. And so just this past weekend, I decided I'm going to um, put together a four week course, a workshop um, or a class, an online class in the fall that will help you trim out this negativity in your life and help you really look at your life and really take care of those areas. And then, after that, that work has been done, moving on to opening yourself up to the universe, opening yourself up to divine, opening yourself up to your intuition so that you can live your life as best and happy and full as you can. Yeah. So that that's coming.
1: Yeah, no, I'm excited. I was going to ask you about that because I know that we we had talked about it uh, earlier before we actually uh, started to uh, record. So I'm I'm so glad that you said that. And you know, for the people listening, I, if, if everything that we're talking about is, you know, striking your curiosity, I definitely recommend going on Ashley's podcast. Uh, and it's going to be linked up here on the show notes. So Ashley, do you want to tell them a little bit about your podcast?
0: Sure.
1: (laughs) If it's not too woo-woo for you at this point, Ah. no, I'm kidding.
0: I want to take the woo out of woo. This is all normal. If people
1: are still listening to this at this point, it's like they're they're in.
0: They're in. They're in. You guys are in. Thank you for making it (laughs) to this point. Um, My podcast is called Manifest This And I talk to women, Um, all of my guests are women, and we talk about spirituality, manifestation, wellness, health, um, entrepreneurship, motherhood, and the intention behind the podcast is to inspire you to connect to your highest self so you can also manifest magic in your life. Episodes go up on Mondays, and sometimes I throw in a bonus episode from time to time, a solo one. Um, For the first, like I don't know, six months of the show, I did two episodes a week, one with an interview and one with a solo episode, so there are a ton of episodes that you can listen to of just me talking and then also more of um, interviews, and I love my podcast. I feel like it has changed my life in such a huge way it's it's yeah I absolutely love it I mean my podcast introduced me to the records which introduced me to a huge part of myself that I didn't even know about so so many things to be grateful for
1: oh I love that so for the people listening definitely check it out um I I I feel like I didn't even ask you any of the questions that I wanted to ask you. Oh, gonna, gosh! I mean, no, I think I, I did. We're, we're just going to have to do, and for, I'm also going to be on your podcast. So we'll have to link that up on yes. the show notes as well. So that'll be really exciting. I, I can't wait to actually dive in and, and see what kind of, what kind of, uh, secrets are records are keeping i'm like are, are they really secrets it's not really secrets they're just they're messages that need to get unlocked right yeah and the this? thing is
0: what's beautiful about the records is in every single reading i've done now and i do readings almost every single day um everyone says that they feel so comforted and they feel so supported and what they're learning is either in their consciousness or subconsciousness already. And they're just needing that affirmation. And when they're hearing stories of past lives, it almost feels like a dream that they've already had because they remember it. They're like, that feels so familiar. I I know that. So nothing that I share with people is ever like this crazy surprise. Like they're either like, yeah, that's been in my consciousness. It's like, that's something I want to do, but I just haven't been paying attention to it or Thank you for telling me that. I've been thinking about that for the past couple of days. and really, it's me tapping into your energy and picking up on what you need to know to be on your divine path.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh that's so cool. I'm so excited. Um, okay, so before I let you carry on uh, to do the the light work that you're doing. <laughs> uh, I, I I ask all my guests this next question, and it's really about this uh, the tapestry that we created with the podcast uh, about how the universe works for us and not against us. We're a community, and it's this idea that um, we are radically loved by God, source, universe, whatever higher power of your understanding. Um, we are all loved and supported. Uh, so the the question for you is, how do you feel that radical love? And what do you radically love?
0: Oh gosh, I feel that radical love from meeting people like you, Rosie. And the reason, no, honestly, the reason for that is because I feel and trust that the universe is putting people in my life and putting people in my path who truly see me and I see them. And the interactions that I've been having since the beginning of 2018 this year is extremely transformational for me. And the people, I've been meeting are just nothing less than amazing and I feel that radical love from the universe in the gifts that the universe continues to provide for me from interactions to just knowing amazing women around the globe and I'm so grateful for that and I'm sorry what was the second part of the question?
1: How do you feel radically loved?
0: I feel radically loved well because of that I guess I'm I'm so happy honestly every single day in my life is amazing. I love my daughter. I love my husband. I love the work I do. I love waking up in the morning. This wasn't always the case. I feel like I've done a lot of work to get to this point. But I say to my husband almost every single day that every day is my dream life. Like every day I feel like I'm living my dream life. I'm just so happy and so grateful. So I suppose gratitude and love for those in my life and in my community and the experiences that I get to have every day, even if it's that all it is, is going to the park and then speaking on your beautiful podcast and then going to the grocery store this afternoon. Like, it's just, I just love my life. So I feel radically loved.
1: Oh, Ashley, thank you so much for uh, being on the show, for being a part of this beautiful community, for helping people all over and for doing what you do. I, I think being part of the healing arts can be very energetically taxing and i want to just acknowledge you for doing what you do and and for wanting to help people you know from a a wholehearted place so thank you for that and um you know where the the people that are listening that want more information about you uh your information website podcast will be linked up on the show notes, but where can they go for more information about you?
0: Sure. Well my readings are at Ashleywood.life. So that's super simple. Just my name, Ashleywood.life. Um you can find the podcast at manifestthisshow.com, And both websites are connected to each other. So if you just find Ashleywood.life, you can also link to the podcast from that website. And then I'm the most active on Instagram. Um, I'm at underscore Ashley Wood on Instagram. And there's also a soul sister secret group on Facebook for people who listen to the podcast. And it's turned into a group where women who want to come. And honestly, it's anyone who identifies as woman. So if you all you have to do is identify and feel like a woman, um, or just feel like a woman. That's it. Like gender is fluid. So just as long as you feel like a woman, you can come. Um, Yay. <laughs> and um, it's for pla- uh, it's a place where people can go and talk about spirituality, talk about what they're doing to grow their spirituality. And really, if you feel like you don't have anyone in your personal life to talk to about this, it's a perfect place to go and explore with other women and feel that support and feel that radical love
1: yay uh, i definitely need to be added to that so okay great uh ashley <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you so much for being on and for sharing your wisdom and your life with us we appreciate you
0: oh i appreciate you rosie thank
1: you so much for having me this podcast is brought to you by our very special sponsor uveda so ayurveda is the sister science to yoga Ayurveda relies on the intelligence of Mother Nature and our own body's ability to heal. Most of you know that as a health coach and a nutritionist, I have spent most of my career always trying to find more natural and holistic modalities. I have an autoimmune disease, so this makes it a little bit more challenging, but it's manageable nonetheless so long as my body is in full balance. A couple of weeks ago, I was talking to my dear friend and fellow podcaster, Sahara Rose, and I was telling her I was having all these issues with my stomach, my digestion, and she recommended this brand called Uveda. So I did my due diligence and I researched them, and I found that this company has really created uh, an incredible brand of supplements to support everything that we love about our bodies, and our body's natural ability to heal, but also using the tools of Ayurveda. So they use this as their foundation to everything that they do. As with everything, I'm always a bit dubious because I know there's not a one-fix-all supplement or brand. But I tried it. I used both the joints supplement and the digestion. And I'll tell you, after using it for about a month, I noticed such a huge difference. They are just such an incredible company and I was able to chat with them and talk to them not only about the high quality of their product, but the high quality of their brand and their company and what they're trying to do. I quickly found that these people are my people. And all we're trying to do is create a ripple effect in the world so that we can continue to impact people's lives and create better health, deeper connections, and just overall healthy living. I'm so excited to not only partner with them, but to have them share a special code for all of the listeners. Go to uveda.com and type in Rosie, that's R-O-S-I-E, at checkout to get a special discount on all of their products. Do you want to go on an epic yoga adventure? I do. In fact, I I, I do all the time. <laughs> when, when do I not want to go on an epic yoga adventure? And this fall, in an attempt to see the Northern Lights, we will go to Iceland into a journey through the chakras. It's going to be fun. If you're curious, you can email me at rosie at or go to the show notes and click the links to each of the retreats. Or you can go to radicallyloved.com. See you soon. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us. Message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes. Write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.